Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mama, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You are listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And we are here with a very special episode because this episode is brought to you by... All right, we don't have any sponsors, <laughs> but we're working on it. All right, we're going to get there. I thought you were going to say Bumblebee Tuna. Ooh, like what you're doing there. there yeah, because today's episode, we're going to be talking about Bumblebee. The prequel reboot? I don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. Movie. Doesn't feel like a reboot because I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, we'll talk about like all all the movie details and stuff. It definitely is in the same. It's in the same world. universe, yeah. same world. They actually make a few references to the movies that Michael Bay did. Oh, OK. Then I did not catch that at all. That is probably a good thing. All right. Which good. Means that, which means that you did not have to suffer as much as I did. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, great. We're off to a great start. Um, yeah, so Colin, you actually were just in Florida. I was. How was your trip? It was really nice, really relaxing. Got nice. to, uh, actually got out to the movies in Florida. Very nice. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, it looks like you got no sun. No. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I kept saying that I wanted to get savage. Ooh. <laughs> Randy Savage? How'd you know? Bonesaw's ready. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you about this. Have you heard about on Netflix Bandersnatch? Oh, uh, Benedict Bandersnatch? <laughs> Doctor Strange? Yeah, I saw that Doctor Strange is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. No, I I did see. I you know I saw it pop up on there, and uh, do you know what it's all what it's all about? Yeah, well, I don't know what the movie itself is about, but I do know that it's like choose your own adventure, which yeah. got me excited. Because I watched the Minecraft Choose Your Own Adventure show with my son, and that was cool. Was it? It actually was. Like, like Patton Oswalt's in it. Like, there's, like, a couple of comedians who are in it, and I'm like, this is actually, like, pretty good. It's worth watching. I've never watched an episode of Black Mirror because it's, it's related to Black Mirror, but, yeah, it was kind of cool. I don't know how good it actually was oh, as you a did, movie. Oh, you did watch it, yeah, though? Yeah, uh, Me and my girlfriend, we watched it, and... My girlfriend and I. My girlfriend and I, we watched it, and... Uh, <laughs> No, it was it's a cool concept. I don't know if it works particularly well for a movie. Yeah. But well, I mean it was about an hour and a half of entertainment. The whole time you're doing it though. That's all you need. The whole time you're doing it, you are constantly thinking, did I make the right choice or the wrong choice? Oh, okay. I guess is that's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. But you can go back and watch it with all different answers and then you can mix up your answers. So I guess that's kind of It kind of does this thing where like there's multiple endings to it. And it could end very quickly. But if that happens, it'll give you like a link where it's like, do you want to go to the credits or do you want to like 
pick yeah. off where that's how a few of up. those are i yeah. think there's a puss in boots one too <laughs> again i know all the kids ones that they I, made so far I don't, I don't know what kind of what how does that work <laughs> well first you take a puss oh and then you put it in some boots <laughs> <laughs> oh did you mean the um the choose your own adventure is that what you meant how that works yeah like oh, why, i don't know why, how that why, works. why is puss in boots <laughs> necessary for a uh choose your own adventure movie see the thing is puss puss <sighs> Pussy boots, <laughs> Puss and boots gets stuck in a fairy tale book, so he has to like get his way out of the fairy tale book that he gets placed in. It's real dumb, but I didn't watch it because I love Puss and boots. <laughs> I watched it because I have a two-year-old. That's a nice cover-up story. Yeah, he could not care less about what we were watching. I was making all the choices myself. <laughs> you were very emotionally invested in it. Truly. So we got a good episode for you today. Yeah, we do. So much so that this is actually our first episode where we have a guest. Yeah. My brother, Brandon, he came to the movies with us and uh, I've been trying to get someone on the episode. He is an avid Transformers hater. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that is uh, a good portion of the world. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not as much of the world as I would hope. You probably describe like 90% of the population like that <laughs> average Transformers hater. I think it would be 99 and the 1% would be Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that whole um, Occupy Wall Street was about. We got to we got to get rid of the 1%. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael fuck Bay. you, Michael Bay. <laughs> but yeah, no, we went and saw the, the new Bumblebee. Bumblebee. There's been a lot of buzz B- around this movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that pun number one on this episode that is pun number one let's keep them going um and yeah we're gonna be uh talking about the godzilla king of the monsters trailer oh wow you're just going ahead and spoiling the trailer park right away huh we can edit that out <laughs> <laughs> it's too late man the people already know it's already out there this is live streaming oh wow. just kidding this is recorded well in advance <laughs> fake news <laughs> But yeah, um, welcome, welcome to the Futon, man. Welcome to uh, <laughs> our show. Um, uh, how do you feel being our number one guest? You know, it's a little bit of pressure. You know, first one on the Futon. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You know, it's exciting. Yeah, I think I think you'll still be okay. We're 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 pretty much in home turf. We are recording this in mm-hmm. your guys' house, so like that's true. It's not like we're taking you too far out of your element. Yeah, this is a this is a home game. So yeah. <laughs> So how have you been? How have you been, Sky? We haven't haven't seen you in probably a week, week and a half. Yeah, that whole time you were in Florida, I was not in Florida. So yeah, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. Everything's the same. I still have a two-year-old. I haven't fucked that up yet. No, that's good. I've been thinking about becoming a deadbeat dad, though. It seems pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it would give him more motivation to like seek out like approval from others. Mm-hmm. I think I love him too much. I gotta stop loving that little fucker. <laughs> Exciting news, though. Oh, wait, in my life? No. Oh, because... Well, I, I guess it is in your life. That would have been surprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast is live now. Yes, it is! Yeah, when we um, started recording these episodes, um, we were kind of, like, banking them ahead of time, so I think we even mentioned some 2018 stuff, um, even though this podcast has been solely released in 2019, but yeah, we are officially... Kind of like catching up to the times. These are coming out. Maybe we record them like a week before, but yeah, we're we are real time podcasters now. We're in the shit. Yeah, you can follow us, subscribe, smash the like button, 
Smash the shit out of it. <laughs> Set it out in your woof. There you go. Oh, oh, nice office reference. But this is a this is a movie po- podcast, not a TV podcast. Ooh, okay. You're on thin ice, Mister. <laughs> You're starting to make me nice rethink this one. whole. Yeah, I'm starting to rethink this whole guest situation. <laughs> yeah, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast.com. Follow yep. us, listen to us. On Two dudes, all of those. movie reviews everywhere. Uh, we got our Facebook. We got Twitter. We got Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, all you need. <laughs> Facebook, MySpace. Oh, yeah. We don't have MySpace, everybody. Sorry. You can't be in our top eight. <laughs> I forgot about the top eight. I never forget. I've been left off of so many top eights. I would do a top four. I like to keep it more exclusive. Ooh, okay. You know? And you know, if you left Tom in your top four, you were either the kid that didn't know how to use MySpace or you're really edgy. Hells yeah. <laughs> or you're really loyal. You're not going <laughs> to yeah, take man. Who's your first friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't get rid of this guy he's he's my first friend he's been here since the beginning yeah Yeah, he's my day one (laughs) so yeah i'm super excited and it's gonna be our first time having a guest visit the trailer park with us this is great i'm i'm in a great mood so yeah we're gonna talk about the transformer movies i don't think we're gonna go ahead and rank them all because your boy here has maybe seen two of them so i'm not in a position where I could rank any of these movies because I only have a top two and uh, it's kind of bullshit because those two movies are basically the same movie. They really are. They really are. (laughs) So we're not going to, we're going to skip the rankings, but we will talk all the transformer movies. We're going to talk Bumblebee, but first I think Colin and I are going to take our guest on a little trip to the trailer park. All right. We're talking Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Hell yeah. Super excited for this movie. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually, you know, I liked the first Godzilla movie. Did not like Me King too. Kong, though. I liked King Kong. Kong Skull, Island. Kong Skull Island. Yes, I liked that. So I'm I'm big in on these movies. Uh, Brandon, where do you stand on like this whole Godzilla resurgence, like these new like monster movies that they're doing up? Well, uh, the first one had some flaws, you know, it wasn't a perfect movie, but I thought it was a pretty fun movie. You know, I liked the first one, you know, a decent amount. So, you know, I, I, uh, I didn't see the, the new Kong movie. So, oh, you're um, missing out. Missing out a little bit. I don't bit. think you're missing out. I, I, I heard differently. <laughs> Fuck you, Colin. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm here for it. You know, they're, they're fun movies. That's yeah. 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 That was my argument for Kong Skull Island. Like it's a fun movie. Like it's just a, it's just a good time. Like shit blowing up. King Kong is like gigantic. I feel like they scaled him down in the Peter Jackson movie, but in this one, it's like he's a fucking monster. Like he's a real monster, and um, yeah, I don't know, Brie Larson. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not the first time we've done that. Yeah, I've definitely mentioned it before, but <laughs> the first Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston and uh, Kickass. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that's him. <laughs> I actually I enjoyed it. I mean. I think some diehard Godzilla fans may have been upset because they didn't actually use a actual Godzilla property for the villain or, you know, yeah, that's enemy, true. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. But yeah, it was, it was fun. I did not have much fun watching Kong Skull Island. I did not enjoy it. I didn't think the special effects were particularly good. I think, oh, well you really look out for that stuff. I'm just like a casual experiencer of cinema. There's only so many times that I can, watch a stare down with Samuel Jackson and a giant ape. Yeah. But how about that line? when he was like, I'm tired of these motherfucking apes <laughs> on this motherfucking skull Island. <laughs> um, no, 
<laughs> All right. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we take a look at this here trailer, buddy? Hello. Hello. Is anyone there? Is anyone there? I'm trying to reach. upside down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool to see that she's in a movie now yeah not just i like stranger her a lot things. stranger things yeah senators we believe that these titans are just the tip of the iceberg it's roseanne <laughs> <laughs> Which of these titans are here to protect us? And which of these titans are here to threaten us? I am stoked for King Ghidorah. Hell yeah. It looks fucking awesome. So you'd want to make Godzilla our pet? No. We would be his. Sure, he's gonna be okay. They're everywhere. Battling for dominance. A rival alpha to Godzilla. You gotta be kidding. Was that Ice Cube, son? I don't know. From was uh, it straight out of Compton? I think it was. Ice Icicle? Popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> King of the Monsters. Fuck yes. May is going to be awesome. Yeah. I really hope it isn't disappointing. Right. Because there's a lot of movies that we're hyped for. I'm going to be honest. If this could be another Kong Skull Island situation between us where like you see it and you're like, wasn't that good? I'm like, that was the greatest thing ever because I fucking love Godzilla. Uh, as a kid, I actually really liked Godzilla too. I was never a big King Kong fan, so maybe that's why mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy the movie as much, but yeah, I loved Godzilla as a kid. Yeah, and as a kid, we had the Japanese type tapes, right? Yeah. Yeah. With all the VHS tapes. I remember... That's the only way to go. You're not watching the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Fuck that. That was my favorite one, actually. I like oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I'll just see they myself needed, to the door. They needed a worm scientist to uh, figure out how to defeat... Oh, hell yeah. ...a giant lizard. Of course. It makes sense. <laughs> this looks... I'm excited for it. I don't know... Hell if, yeah. I'm a little worried that they're pulling a little bit Spider-Man 3 on here where they're throwing... Yes, yeah. I was going to say at that. ...at the same time. It is a lot of monsters to introduce at one time. Yeah. And... Right I mean, honestly, you could probably just do it with... Any one of those monsters would be enough to get me hyped to see the movie. Yeah. Especially King Ghidorah. That's pretty, yeah, because it looks awesome. They show you Rodan, they show you King Ghidorah, they show you Mothra, but there's other kaiju in here that are not related to like they're just made up like mudos basically really? from the last one yeah so this thing right there with the, the rock thing breaking yeah. out i read that this is 
either Godzilla, but it's probably not because I think Godzilla is underwater, and I think like they have to. He's usually hiding in the ocean. Yeah, right. they think that this is a throwback. I guess there was a Godzilla anime called Godzilla Earth, and when Godzilla went dormant, he was basically hiding as a mountain. Oh, okay, that could be cool. Yeah, so this is they think that this is just like a throwback, but that's actually another kaiju that he's gonna have to fight, and then at some point right here this like crab spider yeah. thing that's not anything from the Japanese. no that's from uh season two of stranger things isn't it <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's the demogorgon Ooh. but yeah so i mean i think based on the trailer they there's five kaiju other than godzilla in this thing i mean they did set up in the in the first movie and then again in the post credit to Kong Skull Island that there are a lot of these monsters and they've been hiding dormant in the earth. So I guess now that you've already unearthed what three of them or I guess four because you have the two, the two, the male female from the first Godzilla, then you have Godzilla and then you have Kong and then, yeah. So I guess it, not too out of the realm of possibility that a bunch more all start popping up at the same time, kind of. But also, what's the time gap between this and Kong? Because doesn't Kong take place in like the 80s or something like that? Like, I remember there was a lot of like Gulf War stuff going on in that one. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't, yeah, that one is definitely predates the first Godzilla. Yeah. But I thought that kind of a thing at the end of that movie, they were like, we're going to keep his secret because Kong like basically saved them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then that's what set up the organization that like Monarch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what set them up to start investigating all of these creatures. So, and that's what it looks like. Millie Bobby Brown's character is doing in the beginning, right? She's calling Monarch or calling for Monarch or something. I, I don't know. I think it is. I'm interested to see what her relation to all of this is. I'm sure it's like her parent or somebody close to her either works for Monarch or did work for Monarch and she's alone. Maybe like her parents died. Yeah. And she's been hiding like uh, because it looks like she's hiding somewhere. And especially in the first trailer that came out for this, because this is the second trailer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is trailer number two. In the first one, it almost looks like apocalyptic, like there's nobody else anywhere near her in whatever city she's in it looks like she's in like a bunker or something like that. yeah exactly the thing with these movies and it actually kind of relates to the movie we're going to be talking about later you know you're showing up to see godzilla fight monsters but you need some sort of human character in there to like drive the story because you can't just have these beings that don't talk or do anything just lead an entire movie you know what i mean yeah so I don't know what she's going to be doing, but she's probably going to be an important part. I would assume they show her multiple times in this trailer. She has telekinetic powers, <laughs> but the design of the monsters though is pretty sick. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Hell yeah. I kind of wish they hid some of these reveals though. Left them out of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Same. Kind of spoiled like a good amount of it. Like wouldn't it have been cool to like show up in the movie and like, you know, about maybe, two of them but then all of a sudden it's like holy fuck it's mothra wow <laughs> mothra apparently like this is a different form of mothra so like a like, like a larva, larva form yeah, yeah whatever that's cool yeah also some people were saying this scene right here that is actually mothra falling to its death <laughs> <laughs> wow well like the three that they show uh in the trailer like the one that ones that you know they're all flying kaiju and godzilla is not flying so people were yeah. saying that maybe king Ghidorah kills mothra in the air i would be pretty pissed if they kill mothra just destroy him yeah <laughs> like, i'd be pretty pissed about that 
I'm trying to think though if they I mean is the point of these to have Godzilla and King Kong fight each other eventually? I kind of hope not. Yeah, like that's what I thought. I thought they were going to eventually combine the two, but you put three pretty big, you know, characters in the Godzilla universe in one movie. If they all die, like the only other one that I can really think of is like Mecha Godzilla, which would mm. be cool. Say that for the third one. Yeah, maybe that's the third one, but don't want them to blow their load all in one movie. <laughs> <laughs> In the uh, in the first one, they kind of tease Mothra for like a second, so it's kind of cool to see Mothra for sure be in the second one. Yeah, there was you know? a poster I think in the classroom with like yeah, some... a butterfly or a moth or whatever. There's one with a pattern for Mothra's wings and, on it, and they tease it again in the post credit to Kong Skull Island when they're showing like the images of like um, cave paintings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also, I think uh, Godzilla didn't have like like these blue fins and stuff in the first one right no he did yeah i, th- I thought he did, oh, when, did he? yeah yeah when he like breathes like down like the the mudo's neck he's like yeah yeah that part was badass in the first one yeah and he just like cracks the jaw and just like basically just vomits <laughs> fucking fire down his neck <laughs> when i when we saw the movie in the theaters uh there was an applause for that part people started i believe that shit. Yeah. Was badass but yeah they're saying that i guess godzilla is dormant at the beginning of this and they have to wake him up so they're probably they probably know where he is. I mean, it looks like there's someone approaching him at this part in the trailer. Yeah, right there. Coming up to him. Apparently, they're going to, like, nuke the ocean. And the radiation will, like, bring him back to life. That makes sense. Yeah. And then... The exer- I've been saying for years, we got to nuke the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of this water. I honestly, like, I like when we do the trailer part, but I almost don't want to unpack more. I don't want to find anything out about this. I like the surprises, and I feel like they already showed us too much. Yeah, there is a lot shown in this. I guess the actual story, what's going to happen, twists and turns and all that they don't have. But yeah, they've basically showed you all the villains and you know that Godzilla is going to be reawoken. They, you know that the people are going to basically bring him back because the guy says that they're yep. going to. When they it? show Godzilla yeah. in the trailer, because obviously it's a Godzilla movie. <laughs> so wait, who is the king of monsters? Is it King Ghidorah or is it Godzilla? It's always Godzilla, baby. I know, but, but I he's mean, not just, an actual king. Yeah, he's he's mean, not actually royalty. Yeah, no. He's got no it. claim to the throne. <laughs> That's true. He's, But, I mean, he's far from an elected official. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not President Godzilla. <laughs> he the, didn't, the president of monsters. <laughs> yeah, the president of monsters. He didn't get the popular vote, but he got the electoral colleges. <laughs> Damn you, Godzilla, working the system. <laughs> no, I'm I'm really stoked on this, though. Me too. Yeah, May's going to be a banger of a month for movies. It's really kicking off the summer strong. There's so many movies this year that I'm looking forward to that this one is actually, like, got, like, swept under the rug a little bit. And then we were trying to figure out episode or a trailer to use for this segment today. And then I was like, oh, shit, remember, there's a Godzilla movie coming out. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, I feel like it gets a little bit lost in the pandemonium of, like, Marvel madness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because it's coming out in a time, like, around, like, in between Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, so it might get lost in, like, the shuffle of the action. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we got Glass coming up right now. Yeah. People are talking about that. Mm-hmm. I think I think Us might be coming out around then. Uh, Yeah, I think, I think Us is March. Is that what it is? March? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of movies coming out around that time that are really hyped up. People, I think, are kind of forgetting about this one. I think people kind of slept on the first Godzilla movie, too. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a movie I asked people, hey, did you see the you know the Godzilla movie they remade recently? Or, you know, made. 
back in 2014, I think. Yeah, something like and, that. And uh, most people are like, no, I didn't see it. I'm like, well, you should actually watch it. Like, even if really you don't good. like monster movies, it's actually a really fun movie. Yeah, I, I genuinely really like that movie. Like, I've rewatched it fairly recently, too. Yeah, I own that one. People uh, they are like, oh, who's in it? And you're like, Brian Cranston. Like, oh, I'm there. And then like, who, <laughs> like, who else? Well, <laughs> he's only in it for about as long as like a Malcolm in the Middle episode <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> you don't tell him what happens. Like, who else is it? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Who's that? Oh, uh, Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Discount Elijah Wood. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. And he's not in this. That's fine, because you can have Godzilla movies without a lot of recurring characters. I like that the um, the Japanese guy from the Monarch, is in, he's from Monarch, right? Or is he a different I think organization? So. Yeah, I think, I think so. he's from Monarch. He's in the first Godzilla movie. Right. Is he, yeah. is he in Kong Skull Island? I don't remember. Uh, I, I honestly just... don't remember. I think he might have popped up in that post credit scene. I don't know. We'll have to, you know what? Let's rewatch that. Let's rewatch Kong Skull Island. Ugh. I'm going to get you on my side. You're going to love this movie. <laughs> this is actually one of the few franchises where they have tried to make a universe, though, and I think they're actually succeeding a little bit. Because they're playing it a little slow, and they're not going too heavy-handed with the connection. They're just kind of like, you know, yeah. in, in the background, it's like, yes, this is all in the same universe, but you... they're not trying to, like, overload you with, like, foreshadowing and callbacks. Universal tried to launch that whole monster, like their own movie monster universe, and they oh got God. past one movie with the mummy and then canceled it. Mummy's a banger. <laughs> have you seen that trailer? Yeah, have you ever seen Maybe maybe we should do that movie as one of our like throwback episodes. I won't play it for you now. I'll play it for you another time. But the, with the mummy, the IMAX trailer got leaked and somehow it went well, i don't even know if it got leaked i think it actually got put out in theaters like this for a hot minute and they pro forgot to put all the audio and music to it and it's only the sound that's amazing effects. it's just like tom cruise screaming yeah it's it's that's amazing and he's going nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm sold i gotta see that movie <laughs> that, that trailer though is amazing and you can find it on the internet it's yeah fucking hilarious well, we got to do some digging, people. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that kind of wraps up our trailer park visit, don't you think? Yeah, I think uh, we can leave the trailer park. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> See you later, you fucking scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any of our listeners living in trailer parks. I understand. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get into the Transformer verse. <laughs> I don't think everything needs to be a verse. <laughs> the Spider Verse. There's the Spider Verse. The fuck <laughs> well we referred to the rocky verse in our creed episode we did, we did yeah we put out like two verse episodes back to back we had rocky verse and then into the spider verse <laughs> so we didn't call it rocky it was his transformers verse yeah the, the yeah. transformer verse or the bumble verse well, okay yeah because this is technically like our first bumblebee is the first transformer on earth yeah allegedly. i guess so yeah allegedly in the I mean, according to this, well, based on the lore, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this movie, he is. Yeah, but yeah, these Transformer movies, they just keep fucking coming. Yeah, we've had six now in eleven years. Yeah, hell yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that's about, what we all that's wanted. about four or five too many. It really is. In two thousand seven, the first Transformers movie came out. Michael Bay did it, and yeah. I don't know if you enjoyed it, but when I saw it in theaters, I actually did enjoy it. Me too. It's yeah. It's an entertaining movie. It's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I can actually, I'll go back and watch it and still enjoy it somewhat. I haven't seen it in a really long time. I think it'd be worth a rewatch, but 
Yeah, no, I I don't remember ever having too much problems with it. That was even before, like, as a culture, we understood that Michael Bay was the blow em up guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think <laughs> I think we went into it with like an open mind. So he had like a better opportunity to like wow us because at that point it wasn't like cliche. But even with that one, it's toned down a little bit. I mean, he's still doing his typical like objectifying women shit and oh for sure uh there is still product placement but it's not nearly on the level as the next few installments every other one after yeah yeah and at least it was like somewhat original like you know there wasn't anything that he went off the second movie is just the same plot as the first one same exact plot they're literally looking for the same Same item yeah the exact same like piece of moon rock whatever the fuck it was the cube boy yeah (laughs) even like the same villain right like yeah, it's Megatron. Yeah, he just comes back yeah. again. Well, actually, is it the the Fallen? It's it's called Revenge of, Revenge the, Fallen, of the Fallen, but yeah. the Fallen Ugh. is um the actual name of the villain. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, no. The f- first one is is fine. I can still watch it. I think I own it. Everything else after that, in my opinion, is dog shit. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um so yeah, what what do you got for tomato ratings on this? All right. Well, do you you want to hold that? We won't, we won't hold it because I've seen one through four. I've seen most of five. I think Brandon has seen... I've seen one through four. One through four. I, and then I think you've seen some of five, though. Parts of it. Maybe. Seen, oh, yeah. I've seen like what clips you've shown me yeah. so that we can have a good laugh. And then... <laughs> and I've seen the seen, worst moments. And yeah, Sky exactly. Seen, Sky's seen what? what? You've seen one and two? I saw one and two in its entirety. Yeah. You you actually texted me when we were playing I this I don't episode. remember if I saw three. Is three Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah. Yeah. I might have seen that. I don't remember any of it's it. It's forgettable. It's very forgettable, yeah. Then I, yeah, definitely saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you actually texted me, though, in preparation for this movie. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to watch all the Transformers movies. And I was like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, don't, don't put yourself don't, through Don't put that. yourself yeah, through Yeah, thank it. you guys for not putting me through that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate because, it. Because not only are they bad movies, they're like two and a half hours long. Yeah, like, right. like, like if you want to watch all of them, you got to dedicate like a like a full <laughs> ass day. day. You got to dedicate like a good like 15 hours to watching these movies. Hell Transformers no. 4 is actually one of my most hated movies ever. Okay. It's, that's the first Mark Wahlberg one. That's the first Mark Wahlberg Mark one. Robin. And we were Mark talking Robin. about it on the way to see Bumblebee. Uh, it's long. I didn't remember how long it actually was. It's two hours and 40 minutes. It's 245 and it's a train wreck. <laughs> Jeez. It's rough. That's uh, one of my worst cinema experiences. Like my ass hurt after that movie. After <laughs> it, it was bad. That's because Michael Bay was in the theater fucking you, right? <laughs> there was actually a few good moments though, where like normally I'm quiet in the theater and try and be a little respectful. Later on in the movie, I just gave up all hope. And there's one part where Mark Wahlberg kills someone with a football. Yeah. <laughs> and before yeah. and before it happened, I literally said in the theater, "He's gonna kill him with a football." And then you were like. There's no fucking way. <laughs> and then he actually did it. <laughs> Pegs some guy straight in the face of the football and he flies out of the window. I actually... Uh, High art. I prepared something for Sky because he hasn't seen Ooh. The, uh, the other Transformers movies. So I thought I would just give him a recap of you know all the Transformers movies. And that way he'd be caught up and maybe he can give his professional opinion on these. Oh, I like this. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a uh, you didn't know about this. I didn't. This is a surprise to me. I I like surprises. So I'm gonna play this for you, and then hopefully now you can digest what the series up. is all about. Break down the element of components of energy on a single constant K rating, extrapolate reaching. 
Yeah. What are we gonna do with this shrimp taco? He's bumper clapping his ass, throwing me the truck, and ain't nobody gonna know nothing, not me. Yeah, not in my trunk. Your bumper car? Oh, Check it out. I'll meet the Sentinel Prime Expedition receiving action. Hobos, what is that? What? These are actual clips from the movie. I am directly below. <laughs> Enemy scrotum. Oh, shit. What? Who wants some chicken dinner now, bitch? Oh, God. <laughs> <Our> car? Huh? <laughs> <Did> somebody <laughs> mess with the wrong way today. You like music? The pill. Oh, my God. Pangea, the supercontinent. It's the same shape on the round table. Genius. <laughs> That's Stonehenge. <laughs> Mohawk. Mohawk. What up, fellas? Man, I want to kill you right now. What the fuck? But I'm going to kill you later. Definitely going to kill your mofos later. <laughs> 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 oh my god how do they oh my how do they keep making these who let them do this well the people let them do that because i looked up how much all these movies made and oh god. man it is upsetting <laughs> i guess we were wrong earlier we're the one percent every america loves this shit <laughs> i watched that like it, i finished that like two in the morning and then i went into brand's room i was like you need to see this <laughs> 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 then he went to bed and had nightmares for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, man. You yeah, know, it's horrible. It is rough. The product placement is insane. Along with just the stories being absolute bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. The part with the pill in the fourth one. That's the best. It could be anything, including the Beats pill. Like, yeah. He goes, you like music? <laughs> the, the pill. pill. <laughs> I wish it was like a birth control pill. <laughs> what does that have to do with music? You can play music while you're fucking <laughs> and your girlfriend won't get pregnant, but she'll have a robot in her. <laughs> well, there actually was a scene, I think, in the second Transformers movie where a robot tried to have sex with Shia LaBeouf. Can you blame them? <laughs> Do it! LaBeouf has got the stuff. So Transformers 2007. Yep. Sitting at 57% critics score. Yep. 85% audience score. Tomato or tomato? Ooh. You know what? Let's let our guest go first. So you our tomato tomato. We got tomato. We are agreeing with our critic score. And tomato is the audience. So So it's 57 critics, 85 audience. You see, 57, that sounds kind of more like like a like a rotten score. And but like 80 84 sounds like it's too high you know what i mean like i go like b minus like c plus on that movie so so what does that one you? i'd probably go tomato though because i don't think it's as low as a 57 yeah 57 feels like a like a pretty solid fail and i don't remember hating this first movie so i'm, I'm gonna agree with him say tomato i'm going tomato as well i completely agree with what brandon said um i don't think it's as high as an 85 but it's not as low as a 57 also spoiler Every single Michael Bay Transformers movie is "quote unquote" rotten, according to Rotten Tomatoes. It, none of them have That's a fair. higher score than a sixty. So, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? The budget on Transformers, the first one, one hundred and fifty million. Michael Bay exploded a wow. lot of stuff in that one. 
box office worldwide, seven hundred and nine million. That's crazy. People for, went apeshit for it. That's like sequel money. Yeah, well, it needed a sequel. And then we got Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> 2009, two years later, Michael Bay was blowing shit up again. Tomato, tomato on this bad boy. 19% critic score. Wow. <laughs> 57% audience score. Okay. Wow. Um, well, What do you got, Mr. Guest? Oh, I mean, that movie's a train wreck. So, real quick, funny thing about this movie, that movie was made during the writer's strike. So, originally, when they started production on that, on that film, they did not have a script. I don't so think Mike, they had a script at, at any point. So, <laughs> well, sure Ma- they were fine. <laughs> Michael Bay filmed all of the action like like scenes. And then after they got their writers back, they're like, "Stitch these together. We need something." Jesus. So, <laughs> so that's why the writers just took the script from the first movie, and they were like, "Here you go. We did it." And Michael exactly. Bay was like, "That's perfect." <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta go tomato. That that movie's just an absolute train wreck. All right. Yeah. I mean, they're both a failing score. It's almost like it doesn't fucking matter. It's just how much do you hate it? I don't do you- think I hated it nearly as much as that. I'll say tomato because it trust me. I still think it fucking failed. But, you know, 19, like I don't again, that's another one where like seeing it. I was kind of like, well, that did not live up to any sort of hype. But I don't remember like truly despising it when I first watched it. Uh, I remember leaving the theater kind of being like, Cause I was excited for it. I was looking forward for it or forward to it. And then you're like, uh, it was kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then I rewatched it, I think on TV recently or, you know, last year or something. And I was like, this is garbage. I would go tomato on it. Okay. I think it's really that bad. Well, you might have it more fresh in your mind. I probably haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. That is also where like the racist robots came from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. Like the stereotypical, like, yeah, they, they started getting really racist in this one. And Michael Bay thought it was pretty funny. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good time with it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> then we got 2011, the third one, Dark of the Moon. Oh, that's what it is. I said Dark Side of the Moon, didn't I? Yeah, but it's Dark of the Moon. It's just, I mean, the same thing. Doesn't matter. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. No one no one's gonna be hitting us up on social media and be like, um, uh, it's dark of the moon, you dipshit. <laughs> You're gonna get that comment now. <laughs> Probably. Megan Fox, she's no longer in this. She had enough of Michael Bay's. Wow, huge loss. <laughs> Maybe well, she, Michael Bay. She was on the bigger projects like Jennifer's Body. So Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is ironic that she's like, I'm not gonna make a movie with this big I'm going to do a movie with somebody who respects me for my talents. And they're just like Jennifer's body. (laughs) She also came back to do the Ninja Turtle movies with Michael Bay. Yeah. So what the fuck? Where do your, Uh, yeah, where do your morals lie? Like, what are you, what are you doing? She's off and on because I actually, I like her new girl. She comes in for like a season of new girl and she's not bad in that, but like the Transformers movies and the Ninja Turtles movies, she's basically just eye candy. Yeah. I mean, that's all Michael Bay does with any female actress. Just no, no real story. Just look hot next to these robots. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, I never actually told you what happened with the box office for uh, this, the sequel. $200 million budget. Okay. $836 million box office. Wow. Blew the first one out of the water. So people didn't like it as much. You know, the scores were down, but people didn't care. More people went to that movie than they did the first one. Well, you had to find out it sucked. <laughs> You had to go to the theaters and find out how bad it sucked. That also means that just more people went to it. So probably, more people probably saw it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For Dark of the Moon, the third one, 
35%. Okay, it's up a little bit. Critic score, 35%. 55% audience score. The audience... They weren't they weren't on this one as much as uh, Revenge of the Fallen. They 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 weren't they weren't feeling this one as much. Yeah, wasn't, um, as, wasn't as racist. Yeah, they couldn't get behind it. Yeah, they were like, this one doesn't uh, this one doesn't speak to me as much. Tomato, tomato, thirty five or fifty five. Well, I'm gonna sit out on this one because I can't even confirm that I've actually seen it because I remember damn near nothing from it, if if anything at all. In my opinion. This is the most forgettable Transformers movie, but that's because it's not as cringeworthy, horrible as the other ones. Yeah. It's just a whatever movie and you're you watch it and you forget about it forever. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so I'm going tomato on this 55 just because I don't hate it as much as the other ones. Like it, 35 for me would probably be on the level of like this is horrible, but I just watched it and completely forgot about it afterwards. So I'm going 55. I'm going to go tomato just because I feel like one of the worst things a movie can be is forgettable. So I'm going yeah, to give, I'm going to give it the lower score for that. Cause I can't even make fun of it. Yes. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Cause there is something, there is some joy you could uh, pull from a movie. That's so bad that you're just like, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're Holmes and Watson. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> bring back flashbacks. Yeah. $195 million budget. Save 5 million. Okay. Yeah. One point one two three billion. <laughs> what <office>. the fuck? <laughs> if you tell me the next one made two billion, I'm leaving right now. Oh God! Don't <laughs> give me that look. <laughs> Three years later, it was time to reboot this shit. The people spoke. But is it a money. reboot? It's a, it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a reboot. I think it continues on the storyline, but they like new cast. Shia LaBeouf's not in it. The right. They, they needed someone really charismatic that could really carry a movie, so they, they brought in Mark Wahlberg. Well, they saw his work from The Happening, and they're like, we got to get this guy in here. This guy's got the acting chops. They had to take, of a, they had, they had to take an interest in science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got Marky Mark. It's the Age of Extinction. Oh, wow. I didn't know I didn't know the tagline to this movie at all. Yeah, Age of Extinction, because the Dinobots are in it for five minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but they will show you a dinosaur at the beginning of the movie to know that the dinosaurs went extinct. Wait, they did? Yeah, the very beginning of the movie, there's actual dinosaurs, and they replay the same audio clip of it screeching for like two minutes of it. Cool. <laughs> it's a masterful job. All right. Was that during the writer strike? Unfortunately, people actually wrote this one, and this is what they came up with. This is one of my most hated movies of all time. Hate this movie with a burning passion. It was actually funny because I checked the Rotten Tomato score of this when it, like, it was coming out maybe... A week before and it was like 70s or something i was like oh it's it's not bad and then bought my tickets on my way to go to the movie i stopped at the gas station and i decided to check the score and it was at like 15 i was wow. like oh shit <laughs> it's a big drop <laughs> yeah there was only three reviews and they're all it was all the writers he gave it a positive review <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so i got duped into it by an early rotten tomato score 19 <laughs> percent critic score 19 percent 51%. So the audience, man, they're not digging this one as much either. There's Damn. there's still there's still a big gap between the critics audience. Critics really score. hate it. Yeah. All these movies though, there's a big gap between the critics and the audience. So there's a lot of like Transformers like apologists. But no, there. but still, <laughs> for the fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still nobody's even the fans aren't putting it at a passing grade. No, they're not. But still. 
<laughs> they like it a little bit better, but still think it's trash. Yeah. What do you think? 19 or 51? Tomato, tomato. I guess tomato, but I would put it even lower than that. <laughs> yeah. so bad. You're lu- you got away like, lucky with a 19. I, th- I think my, my two least hurt movies I've seen are probably Age of Extinction and Suicide Squad. Like Those are my bottom two. <laughs> well, so. well, maybe you didn't understand Suicide Squad. See, the thing is that they were bad guys. Oh, shit. Yeah, but they were doing, but they were working like they were good guys. Maybe you missed the fifty thousand times that they said, "What are we, the, just the bad guys?" Don't we'll you remember we're the bad guys? Squad? We're some kind of suicide squad. Yeah. <laughs> what are we, some kind of cash grab? <laughs> oh yeah, we got a joker. <laughs> I'm going tomato on this. I would also go lower than nineteen percent. This, I could do a whole review on how bad this movie is. This makes me actually want to watch it now. Because if it's that bad, I kind of have to see it. It is the longest movie in the series. Yeah, it's... if you can sit for two hours and 45 minutes, go for it, I guess. Listen, <laughs> I love getting intoxicated, so <laughs> as long as I can do that beforehand, I'm sure I'll have a fine time. Pick up a couple of four locos. <laughs> yeah. Grab like eight locos and have a good time. I'll have a, I'll grab a, I'll grab a 12 loco. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be no stopping me by the end of the movie i'll already be writing the next movie <laughs> be like michael bay i got it from here 1.1 1. 1 billion at the box office <laughs> damn 1.1 1. 1 bill yeah at least it didn't hit the two no it didn't don't deserve it, it cost this movie cost the most out of all the transformers movies actually no that's not true the next one cost more but up until this point it had cost more 210 million dollars to make that damn so yeah. they spent a little bit more on transformers and the knights of columbus or whatever it is <laughs> the last night spoiler alert do you want to know who the last night is is it jesus it's mark Wahlberg. no it is what yeah what that makes what it's the same thing like it was a prophecy from the beginning yeah like he mark Wahlberg's character is the last night in the movie which is funny because Sir Anthony Hopkins is actually in this movie. Who's actually a knight. <laughs> like, there's only one true knight in the entire thing. 15% critic score, 44% audience score. I haven't seen the whole thing, so I can't really give it a, a proper grade, but was not enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't go, sound like anyone else was enjoying it either. I'll go 15% on this one. I'll go tomato. Uh, I haven't seen it. I have seen clips, though. I want to mention how hilarious the the aspect ratio is in this movie. Oh, that's that's awesome. They filmed it in both like digital and IMAX. So if you watch just the top of the screen, the bars keep going. But it's not from scene to scene. Like there's multiple aspect ratios in the same like sequence. Like there'll be a conversation between two people and it'll be cutting from person to person. And one person will be in IMAX. The other person will be in digital. How do you not notice that? I don't think they cared. Yeah. I think that's what the, the, these movies are have just become cash bre- grabs. Well, yeah, they're just paid for by Coca Cola or whoever the fuck wants to be in the movie. Yeah, for the beast pill. So, yeah, <laughs> so they don't really need to pay attention to the movie itself because they're like, well, we already made back our budget just from sponsorships. Yeah, basically, budget two hundred seventeen, the yep. most money ever spent on Transformers movie. Box office though six hundred and five. Wow, million. huge drop huge from the drop. last two. Fans have spoken. The fans have spoken. They've had enough of your shit, Michael Bay. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> it took five movies for them to really be like, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, these movies aren't good. 
(laughs) (laughs) No shit. (laughs) It's like, we keep spending the money, though. And then that brings us to the 2018's Bumblebee. Bumble to the B. (laughs) Bumble boy. (laughs) Bumble boy. (laughs) And right off the bat, they were like, Michael Bay, we've had enough of your shit. You're not directing this. He's a producer on it, but we're not directing this. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's not a... He's not the okay. director on this. Director on this is Travis Knight, who directed Kubo and the Two Strings. So he's truly the last night. He is the last <laughs> night. <laughs> Kubo is fucking amazing. Yeah. Kubo is really good. This guy is normal. Travis Knight's normally an animator on a lot of movies. I mean, he worked for Lakai Studios, so he worked on the Box Trolls, yep. uh, Paranorman, obviously, uh, Kubo. Uh, I think he worked on Coraline. Yep. Yeah, like Coraline studio. a lot. Yeah, so... Right there, you have someone who probably has more clout than Michael Bay right away. Immediately, <laughs> with just like four movies. Actually, surprising, the writer on this movie doesn't have a very good track record. It's Christina Hodgson. She directed Unforgettable and Shutton, two movies that were not well-received at all. I don't know anything about those. They're not good. They're not good movies. Apparently, there was a rewrite on this, but they don't have anyone else credited on it. So, can't tell you, you know... Who else contributed to it? She's the only listed writer on this movie. Okay. Starring Haley Steinfeld, who we recently talked about in our Spider-Verse episode. I love Steinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Haley Steinfeld. She is the star of this movie. I liked her. Yeah, she was good. She plays Charlie. She's wearing a uh, she's wearing a jacket for some of the movie that (laughs) the name on it is Dutch. (laughs) I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing like a mechanics jacket. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. But you know, we, she's from Spider-Verse, Gwen Stacy. Yep. True Grit. She's from the Pitch Perfect movies. I've not seen those. They're fine. They're fun. Cool. <laughs> George Landenborg Jr. He plays Memo. Oh, I wrote down in my notes Venmo? Question mark. Brandon said the same his thing name, on the way home. His name's PayPal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is my friend Cash App. <laughs> He was actually in already in a really good movie this year. He was in Love Simon. Which okay. Was really good. And then last year he was in Spider Man Homecoming and Brigsby Bear. Oh. Two movies which I really liked. So we have a Spider Man connection between these two. Yeah. Yep. And then finally, but not least, we have And his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously we know him from WWE. But Wait. he's also he was in this movie? Could you see him? I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he's from Daddy's Home 2 and The Wall. But this year, he was actually in Blockers. Blockers. And I really liked Blockers. I liked that movie a that lot. A that movie. caught me by surprise, that movie. Yeah, Blockers was surprisingly very funny. And when I, the trailer I had a couple good that, belly laughs to that movie. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is like a genuinely good comedy. Yeah. Blockers, the trailer, I saw the trailer and I hated it. I was like, this is going to be the worst. Like, this is going to yeah, be I the Daddy's Home really 2 this dumb. year. And then I saw it, and really funny. Yeah. Big surprises here. He, so, I mean, if we're okay to start talking a little bit about this movie now, like, John Cena was legitimately my favorite part of this entire movie. Really? He had, and it's, and let me preface, because we've already mentioned in previous episodes, I am a wrestling fan, but I'm not a John Cena fan. I like him much better as an actor in movies than I do as a wrestler. But, yeah, the way he... Now, granted, he did have some like kind of typical douchey action movie lines, but that's not really his fault. That's more of a writing thing. 
Like there were a couple of things where it's like, let's lock and load. And then like, cocks a gun. Yeah, exactly. So like, so, you know, you can only do the best you can there, but like, I got a couple really good laughs out of like some lines he delivered. Like he was, he was like a shining star in this. The two funniest moments in the movie are from him. Both of them. And, Mm. and, uh, there's the Decepticon line. And then the Malamar line was really funny. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, our main character's stepdad is in the kitchen with them and they're kind of like grilling them because the daughter has this car that is Bumblebee. Yeah. And then, um, they basically prefaced it as like, oh, she stole government property. And the stepdad's like, you know, when I was going through puberty, like, you know, I did some crazy stuff. Like one time I stole a box of Malamars and John Cena without missing to be, he's just like, yeah, we know. <laughs> I, I laughed and then so loud cuts. in the theater. It like, cuts right there. The, the comedic timing in that scene was brilliant. And I laughed like, I laughed really loud. I have, in I the have, theater. I have in my, in my notes, uh, I did not like his character per se. The, yeah. the parts where it's like meathead action agent guy, I did not think he was particularly good. I have written down, though, that he should just do more comedy stuff because his comedic timing is really good. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're learning that, he, like, even though he's like this big jack WWE guy, he doesn't work as like an action guy, but he's he's great as like a, like a comedic. Kind yeah, of like he's he's his timing is great. His delivery is solid when it comes to those like funny moments. And that's one thing I'll give him credit for as a wrestler, too, like. As much as I'm not a big fan of his wrestling career as much, like you got to respect the guy because of how good he is, uh, not just at the wrestling, but like on the microphone. On the yeah. And so like a lot of that really translates well into the film. But I don't know. I can see him as like the action guy. I think those action moments are always written poorly in movies. It's the reason why um, I'm taking a stand on this. I know a lot of people like the movie Avatar. I fucking hate Avatar. I fucking hate that movie. Because all of the dialogue in it is just douchey action movie lines. <laughs> it really is. So, like, I don't blame them. It's hard to deliver those lines seriously because they're just bad lines. Like, that lock and load or just like, all right, boys, let's get them. Like, I don't know. Just stupid army bullshit Bet you think dialogue. I felt like a shaved tail, yeah, Louie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot from Avatar. I hate it every single time I see that movie. I fucking hate that movie. It's like a three-hour goddamn screensaver. <laughs> so let's just get into the plot. This movie's a prequel. Yep. It's, it's uh, not really continuing any of the Michael Bay stuff, but it does reference a few things here or there. Yeah, like the, the war on um, Cybertron. Yeah, and then there's um, another reference later on in the movie, and I should have written down what it was, but... I think they reference, oh, at the end, they kind of reference the car or the truck that Optimus Prime becomes. Oh, like when mm-hmm. they're driving off yeah. Yeah. on the they bridge. Kind, they kind of like suggest that that's Optimus Prime he's driving next to. Yeah. You, you also see, that's, you see, that's you what see, I wrote. I wasn't sure if that's yeah. what that was supposed to be. Because you see Bumblebee starting to speed up and then he slows down when he gets next to the truck. Yeah. And he rides, so. rides along with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the I kind of liked that without it being just like super obvious that it's definitely him. I kind of like that subtle. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we're to assume that it is him. Yeah, if it was Michael Bay, they probably would have like fucking ran Thumb. off and transformed together and jumped off the bridge. High five. <laughs> yeah. Or like they're driving and just like an arm breaks out from the rest of the truck and it's just like thumbs up, buddy. <laughs> like the other one comes up and it's holding a Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prime's actually a Pepsi truck. Yeah. 
Uh, movie starts off on Cybertron though, and right away the one thing I will say I like that they went more like old school like animated TV show with the designs of the characters. Was, yeah, I was gonna mention that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was cool. There's a little bit more like fan service here, where if you're an actual Transformers fan, I think you're gonna be pretty happy. Yeah, definitely. You you see like good callbacks to the um like the original cartoon, like characters that we haven't seen in the movie so far. I think like a lot of the characters that are used in the Michael Bay movies were just created because they were just like, wouldn't it be cool if like there's a transformer that turned into this fucking thing, but like they weren't (laughs) real characters from the show or stuff. This actually like shows you people who you're kind of familiar with. If you are familiar with the old cartoon, Mm -hmm. they actually make like a, like a subtle, like callback to even like beast wars also. Cause there was that like robot tiger that like, like goes after. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. I actually think I could be wrong. But that robot that like shot that tiger thing out of the middle of it, that thing is in the show. And I think when it shoots it out, it has like a line. It's like something activate or whatever. And they use the yeah. same line in the movie, too. Yeah, there was a lot of cool things in that first scene. I like that it just fucking started and there's just action. Yeah. And it, the one thing about this movie and, you know, it was here, but it continued throughout the whole movie. And I was going to get to it later. The difference between this movie and the other Michael Bay movies is every all the action and Transformer fights and all that stuff, it's all in the screen, and you can actually see what the fuck is going on. A lot of the yeah. other movies are all just like explosions everywhere. You have no idea what's happening. You can't ever see the transformations of these things. They just happen. Like Everything in this, the action was actually well-framed. You could see everything. Yeah, I actually appreciated I, that. I also really liked the like the fight sequences in it, the way that they were seamlessly transforming between different machines and then their just standard robot self. And like it actually made sense in the way that they were fighting. Like it wasn't just like oh, I'm gonna turn into a car to get away. It's like I'm gonna turn into a car to gain momentum so I can punch you stronger. Yeah. Like there were some really cool things that they did with the transformations where it wasn't just like we're gonna transform to hide, like we're gonna trans like yeah, just the transitioning was really a, cool. One robot gets thrown into the air and it transforms into like a helicopter and then like, yep. you know, starts stuff shooting like that. at him yeah. and then flies back down and transforms back into a robot. Like, So Bumblebee gets told by Optimus Prime. Basically, there's a rebellion. Yeah, the Autobots are the Rebel Alliance, essentially. <laughs> yeah, but they need to they need Bumblebee to take refuge on Earth and then the other Autobots will eventually find him. Yeah. So Bumblebee Kinda gets like set up a safe haven yeah. for the Autobots so they can continue the fight. Mm-hmm. So Bumblebee gets sent down to Earth and immediately crashes in front of John Cena's crew. <laughs> yep. In like during like a military training. Yeah. And then you get this whole big action sequence where they chase him. It sets up the whole thing basically. He gets the shit kicked out of him by a Decepticon, but defeats him, but basically yeah, only, and only after getting his um, vocal cord ripped out, essentially, like yeah. his like voice mechanism is ripped out from his throat and his like memory is failing. So that kind of sets you up with like an amnesia like plot line almost like right. he doesn't know why he's on Earth. He doesn't know anything about what's going on. You also got to hear Bumblebee's actual voice the first time that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. And so like he wins this fight and he powers down and then that sets up the rest of the movie, basically. Yeah, for sure. Brings you to our our heroine yep our main character charlie she's like um (laughs) she's like a auto savvy teen yeah she's 17 years old Mm -hmm. day before her 18th birthday yep she's just like been working on this car Mm -hmm. and uh 
finding like scrap parts, and then that's um, basically how she comes across our little our little bumblebee in like a junkyard. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a good amount of like emotional beats in this movie. Yeah, where you know her father's passed away, and she used to be a lot more like outgoing. She used to be a swimmer, but she doesn't do that. Like she she doesn't she's not a diver anymore because that was something her dad would like encourage her to do i think they said the last yeah. time she saw her dad was at like a dive meet yeah and she hasn't done it since then yeah and uh the car that she has been working on is like the car that her and her dad always used to work on together basically like she finds bumblebee and Break, gets him gets him started again gets the engine running so she, she can like drive it off the lot it's kind of like the deal she worked out with the guy running the junkyard yeah but they're like she gets Bumblebee back to her house and then Bumblebee transforms into the robot. His big old dick flops onto the ground in the garage. <laughs> that thing, that, whatever it was, was his arm falls down or something. And then you lean over to me, you're like, is that his dick? <laughs> Can't keep that baby contained. If it was directed by Michael Bay, it would have been his dick. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And it would have like squirted out oil from the tip. <laughs> yeah, no, so she, she, but basically she connects with this, this robot and it's kind of weird she's kind of an outsider in her own home and Bumblebee is almost like kind of, I wouldn't say a reject, but he's, he's part of this, you know, rebel Alliance type thing. So he's kind of almost like a reject on his own planet. Yeah. He was like sent, sent out like, but also he doesn't know why he's on earth now. So he's like super just in the dark on everything. I did want to mention something about Bumblebee that I wasn't sure. Like he's kind of a runt, like even compared to other Autobots, like he's like the smallest yeah one how how do you get new of of these fucking transformers like they're not are they born like how come some of them are huge and some of them are small like does somebody make them like i don't know any of this stuff from the lore but i don't know either and i actually mentioned to brand on the way to the movie in the fifth movie mark Wahlberg has like baby dinobots yeah so do they grow up i don't know (laughs) do they suck on autobot (laughs) Tit milk, get big and strong. Oil, like, oil. Oh, so sorry. Tit oil. <laughs> I mean, they uh, they mentioned in a, in a few parts that like Bumblebee's like 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 the, like the young like soldier, I guess, of like that like group. So oh, I, yeah, I, I, I guess so I guess right. I don't know if that's why he's so small, but like again, I, I don't know how they, how they like grow. Did but... <laughs> did his mother smoke while she was pregnant or something? Like... <laughs> the one thing that I thought was a little weird was, and maybe it's because his memory's been wiped, but. He starts off the movie like a badass. Yeah. He has this whole like sequence where he runs away and then, uh, you know, climbs this mountain and defeats this Decepticon. But then once he runs into the girl, he's like cowering in the corner of the garage. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's because because he doesn't even have his weapon system or anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even gain his like um, like scanning, like ability to like see his surrounding and like decode everything almost like he doesn't get that back until like hour, hour 20 into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's kind of implied that he kind of forgets how to even use his like weapon systems because that like visor, like it like falls onto him like by accident. And he's like like, touching his face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's like touching his face. He's like testing it out like that sort of thing. And then later on when he gets his memory back, that's when he starts, you know, like fighting like a badass again. Yeah. Cannons and stuff. Like super fucking badass too. Like he was whooping ass. It was dope. There's some sick scenes later on the movie. Hell yeah. This movie is way, way more scaled back than previous Transformers movies. Yeah, for sure. And I think that is a direction they should go in all of them. I don't know what they're going to do. You know, if this movie makes enough money and they decide to do another one, 
what they're going to do with it, but I appreciated this movie so much more. It's basically only three robots. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And two of them aren't really on screen that much until halfway through the movie. Yeah. The majority of the movie is just about the relationship between the girl and Bumblebee. Yeah, and Bumblebee kind of trying to, like, figure out why he's... Well, actually, he's not even, like searching to figure out why he's on earth i think that's something cool about it too it's not like all about just like quote the mission yeah you know what i mean because he didn't know that there was a mission i feel like a lot of it is just about the relationship between the two characters yeah like yeah. even like she's getting like bullied at one part and like bumblebee kind of reacts oh, by those by her fellow high schoolers who are clearly like in their 30s yeah <laughs> like she's she's passable as a high schooler but everybody else they got to play another high schooler yeah is like 30 something years old and you're like why are you why are you making fun of this child like I, you're a grown-ass person i said to brandon on the way home that scene when she gets bullied was probably the scene i hated the most in this movie those girls were like a, like the biggest like mustache twirlers like ever like, <laughs> yeah she was she's like why don't you go back to your dad oh oh and then her friends are like oh sick burn because he dead sick burn tina (laughs) yeah Yeah, i saw that i was like oh come on yeah it was yeah that was a little bit cringy there were a couple of um there were a couple of things that made me cringe a little bit but not nearly as bad as a lot of other transformer movies like i think they were a little too heavy-handed with trying to show us the time period oh yeah for sure like they were going way heavy they're like lines that were unimportant like oh i gotta find out what's on alf tonight it's yeah. like yeah we we get it that it's not current time that was like, so radical yeah and like <laughs> a ton like all of the posters and just like y- all using, her shirts like, yeah that was another thing is she supposed to be like kind of like fringe because she's She's shown as like an outsider to her family. She's clearly not a popular kid at school. So she kind of comes across as like not punk, but like kind of like an outcast. And she's kind of fringe. And she like listens to the Smiths and is dark. She's wearing like a, a motorhead shirt. Then she's like also listening to Aha. Yeah. So like I, that was kind of all over the place. So I'm just like, well, how do you pin her down? I mean, I guess you could like all of those things, but I think generally, like if you're just trying to like create a create a character in a short amount of time, like maybe keep it simple. There's there's a lot of scenes where it's just like we're going to play 80s music just to play 80s music. Yeah, exactly. Like there's still like the normal orchestral action scene, you know, music yeah. that plays during stuff. But almost every opportunity when it's just like them driving or like something's happening, like a transition part in the movie, there's some 80s music blasting. Yeah, but it's all over the place with the 80s music because yeah. like it is like there's like some like more like brooding teen music like. Like I said, like the Smiths and it's like that kind of fits her character because you see like she is like a brooding, like she's kind of like a blue character. So like the Smiths kind of fits that. But then you're playing like like, Rick Astley. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like she has like a Rick Astley tape. How do you pin down this person? Yeah, I thought so, too. It was very apparent quickly, too, within like the first 15 minutes of the movie. I was like, all right, you're hitting us over the head with the 80s thing. Like, yeah, they at that point, they'd already played like five eighty songs <laughs> and, they, and they do like a number of like bits where it's just like, man, they should really put seatbelts in these car things. Am I right? Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we get it. They didn't have seatbelts back then. And like, hey, like they give her a helmet because it's before she gets Bumblebee. She's riding around a moped everywhere. And it's like, hey, I know it's not the law to wear a helmet on a moped, but it's our law. And it's like, again, referencing like the times. Yeah. And it's like we 
We fucking get it. <laughs> it's a little eighties. They were they were eating like Mr. T cereal. Yeah, Did you see the, that? Yeah. So yeah, that was a little bit heavy handed. All of like the retro um, fucking references they were pulling out of their ass. Mm-hmm. I do think that it works a little bit in some places, like the um, Breakfast Club thing. That yeah. works. Mm-hmm. That works. Just in general, this movie is much more. I don't want to use the word campy, but it's a lot. This is much more of a family movie than the other Michael Bay movies is. Yeah, and I think the like the fun 80s music definitely kind of helps that tone. But I do agree that it was like really ham fisted at points. But even that being said, it's not something that makes it like um, I might be I might be spoiling my like total feelings on this. But like just in general, like I kind of like this a lot better than most almost every other transformer movie i have written at the top this is the transformer movie that people wanted originally yeah for sure (laughs) like i was never a huge transformer fan i remember growing up on like beast wars and stuff on like cartoon network or whatever it was transformers was admittedly like a little bit before our time like we were born like late 80s and yeah yeah so we're we're more in tune with like the shows from the 90s Mm mm-hmm but I think that if you're like a diehard Transformers fan, this is probably what you wanted originally. And it makes Optimus Prime look like a fucking badass when they're showing the stuff on Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. I know one like issue that people like always want is like the Transformers show was about the Transformers and all these movies have a human lead, which is kind of what I was saying with Godzilla earlier. Yeah. But I don't know if you can make that work. It's kind of hard to like emote the characters a little bit more. Yeah, I true. did notice in this movie, though, and maybe it's because the director, you know, comes from an animation background, but their faces were a little bit more expressive, at least the yeah, two definitely. Decepticons than yeah, you could actually see like almost like a mouth moving and you could see like they're like they almost had like eyebrow movement mm-hmm. sort of. I think that's maybe. And also he comes from like a stop motion background where he's actually like playing with objects and moving them. So that maybe gives you a better idea of how to emote characters or like in the, yeah. I said before the transformations are actually like, you can see how they're transforming. Maybe that plays into that. Yeah. I mean, for a transformer movie, there's not a, a whole lot to complain about. I was, <laughs> I was going to say like, man, I I was like ready to rip this a new one. And then I was watching. And I was like, this is actually like fun. I'm, I'm yeah. actually enjoying myself yeah. right now. The, uh, the last transformers movie I went and saw in the theater was age of extinction. So like, Coming to this movie, it still kind of had that that stank on it. Yeah, but like, but, but like, like, like as the movie went like went along, it kind of it kind of won me over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which which is same thing like that you said. I had a predisposition to dislike this movie based on all the other movies, and then I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, speaking of the other Transformer movies, I did have this thought: in the first Transformer movies. Is the government unaware? I can't remember. Are they unaware of what Transformers are? Like, I could have swore that they're like. No, no. They. It's actually. I'm pretty sure that the main character from S7 in the first movie was in this movie as a kid, and he's oh. and, he, and he's like like working almost like a, as like an intern or whatever. I think he, I'll have to look up what John Turturro's name is in the in movies, the movie. but I think his character was in this movie just as a kid they just oh, okay. showed him as like a throwback that was that was what i was thinking of earlier when i was like they they linked the two universes i'm pretty sure yeah. that was 
that was, was the one thing. That was thing. just one thing. I was just like, wait, because I didn't remember, like, if in the first Transformers they're like, what the fuck are these things? Then I would have been like, well, you met them in the 80s. You couldn't have forgotten that fast. No, I, I mean, like, Shia LaBeouf's character and stuff, they don't know it. But, yep, yeah, John Turturro's character is Simmons, and that's what his name badge said in this movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. The good little, uh, good little move there. They thought of everything, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought it was kind of cool that it wasn't so like, ha- like ham-handed. That it's like, that it's like, oh, like, this organization is S seven. I only found it out because I saw it on one of their uniforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was just, that was kind of like a neat little like detail if you're like looking for it. The kind of tie them together a little bit. Overall, like, there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. I feel like you get you care about the characters. They give you reason to care about them. My biggest complaint is that this movie is like. E- et 2.0 <laughs> oh yeah did you did you get that vibe uh, yeah, a little I bit feel it. yeah definitely there's like beats that are taken out of it like there's like a scene where et gets out of like where the human wants to keep him and he kind of like wrecks the house a little bit and he gets sent down from like another planet and is escaping the government and stuff like that yeah there's a lot there's a lot of things like correlations I also, this is probably not related at all, but she's wearing a jacket at one point and on the back it says BFG and it just reminded me of that big friendly giant movie. That big fucking giant. <laughs> big fucking giant. <laughs> but it was like big friendly giant. Okay, like Bumblebee, like, is that what you're re- referencing there? Is that like an Easter egg type thing? I don't know. I don't know. People are also saying that this is a lot like Iron Giant. Oh, okay. I can see that. I think that might just, just because it's a robot. I saw some like reviews saying like, oh, it's like kind of Spielberg-esque. Mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, with E.T. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's my biggest complaint, though, is just... Well, I got a... I mean, mine... I got a pretty big one. Okay. I don't know a lot about cars, but I'm pretty sure they don't turn into fucking robots. (laughs) (laughs) But Wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) Mine doesn't, but it's a Chevy. American-made. I gotta get, like, one of those Japanese cars. It's probably just... (laughs) Turn into, like, a Gundam. It's probably just the year of the make. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) You didn't get, like, the deluxe version. No, I didn't. But... All I can, all I could really hope for in my life is that if I die at a young age, I really hope my son finds a, a robot car. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Help him, help him cope with my death. Yeah. The one line that she said that I thought was, what did she say? She, like, you made me feel like me again, me again or whatever. Yeah. I don't really know well, how that happened, but yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it was just that she was like happy that she had a car. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> And a friend. Yeah, I think that was it's it. It's like yeah, the but... only friend she has in the entire movie until she meets... Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> and th- that guy is kind of like, I'm going to ask her out on a date, but they've never talked before. He just shows about her house. Yeah, <laughs> and just he, and walks he op- right in. And he opens the door without knocking. <laughs> and he doesn't yeah. know her. <laughs> yeah, man. That could have went in a very different direction. Yeah. I thought it would have been hilarious if like he walked in and at that moment, Bubblebee had its weapons back and just bloom the fucking shit like <laughs> they show they show one of the decepticons kill a human really early on in this movie and they just like explode it, it reminded me of like in the first men in black yeah like when they blow up the first alien and get that blue goo on everything like mm-hmm. that happens i wasn't expecting that though because in a lot of the michael bay movies if they like shoot them it's like almost stormtrooper-esque where they like flip around on fire or they just get shot with yeah, regular bullets really and that's it or anything this is just like like it just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> was not expecting that to happen. I think I don't even think that gun that they use, like I don't think it shoots anything. I think he just like points it out on him and it's almost like uh 
I don't even know what, like microwaves or something, because you don't see anything shoot out of the cannon. You just see the person <laughs> fucking blow up and goo everywhere. <laughs> I think his, I think the license plate on Bumblebee changes a couple of times. It, it does. I, was, I saw I was at, also. at the end of the last fight scene, it says like PWRLVL like five or something. That's like power level five or something like that. Okay. And then at the end, when he rides off into the distance, I couldn't read the first half, but the, the last was like PCE. So I think it has something to do with something peace. Like now that like, you know, they're not at war anymore. Like they're safe on earth for now. Like, the license plate had something piece. So I did notice that a couple of times. I I was actually looking at the license plate because there's a scene where the a cop's chasing them. Yeah. And I was like, well, regardless if they run outrun the cop, he's going to take down the license plate. So I was, oh, actually, yeah, good point. I, I was actually like looking at the license plate and I noticed it had changed at a few different points. That scene well, was kind cool. of, that scene was actually kind of like weird though, because they just destroyed this cop car and then they're yeah, like, right. and then they're like, yeah, that was awesome. And then like, it's never mentioned again. <laughs> no, nope, nothing comes back around to them for that. Yeah. There's a little bit of like, the movie is a little sloppy, but like, I think it's just so much more refreshing and more competent than previous Transformers movies that I'm Hell forgiving yeah. it a little bit more. Cause I was saying there's like the part, she basically gets shot with a rocket at one point. And oh, she's in the fine. dumpster. Yeah. And she just rolls out like, <laughs> yeah, that hurt. <laughs> there's multiple times where like, like, like meteors you know the transformers come out of the sky like meteors and like crash right in front of people and they're fine yeah that would be like a mile wide crater yeah and it literally makes like the equivalent of like when you like bounce a basketball in dirt <laughs> like <laughs> there's some parts where i'm like oh you, you definitely could have like thought about that a little bit more and made it a little bit like smarter because there's multiple points this where we were like okay well you would have died there's another part we mentioned where she chases her mom down because she's driving Bumblebee on a moped. Yeah. And then she's like, the scene just ends, but it's like, do you leave your moped on the side of the street? No, you throw it in Bumblebee's trunk. Does it fit? Because it was like a motorized scooter. Listen, man. <laughs> uh, maybe the moped was a transformer. Ooh. It could transform some extra trunk space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let me just put my arm back here instead. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, the part with the cop, like, I'm like, the cop thing's never going to come back. Like, they outran this cop, but I don't know. Other than that, there's, I'm nitpicking a little bit. Like, yeah, it was still solid movie. I had a good time. Yeah. See, see, that's the thing is that, like, I feel like a lot of the problems with this movie, it's more nitpicks than, like, fundamental problems like it's been with with the other movies yeah exactly you know what i mean so like that's like 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 you said it's like refreshing to have like an actual transformers movie that's like well made you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's not just michael bay explosions everywhere yeah and i didn't feel that same kind of like cash grab like i can't really point out any real product Product placement placement? yeah i I was looking too but even in the ninja turtle movies there's parts where they're like sponsored by pizza hut and stuff like that which at least that makes some sense yeah but there's some really ridiculous product placement in the the transformers movies but i was actually looking in this and i can't remember anything yeah like even like the cars they're low like the the car company logos weren't like on full display on the transformers right in in transformers 4 there's actually one of the bad guys is a lamborghini and the lamborghini logo is right in the middle of his chest when he's walking around yeah it's like so obvious I think you see the Volkswagen logos on the the like wheel of Bumblebee. Yeah, but that but makes those sense. Are, but those are on like the, his shoulders. They're not like right in the middle. You only see them in like a few scenes when like it's like a overhead shot or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, they didn't beat you over the head with anything 
product placement wise in this one at least i didn't catch anything else especially if you were looking for it and you didn't catch it that means it's probably not there or they were subtle enough yeah mm-hmm. like Which, I, like even because you would think like a lot of times in movies and tv shows when they are using product placement it's usually at like dinner time and stuff and they'll leave like bottles of soda out on the mm-hmm. counter or something like that it's only like one scene where you see them eating and like there's nothing descriptive about any of what they're eating like you yeah. can't even see what they're eating like even like um she works at a corn dog stand like it's not like nathan's or oscar meyer or anything it's just like generic everything is super generic in a in like a good way where like they're really not showing off any any sponsors any brands really yeah like i I i'm still digging through my brain i cannot the only logos you see are just whatever's on a car and it's just the normal shit Mm -hmm. i can only think of like two like references and it's like they they showed like a tab can at one point oh right right. and and there's one point where where she's eating a pop tart okay that's, yeah that's and, and pretty much it but even those are super subtle yeah like not like in your face yeah the pop tart she like it like pops and then she's like i'll give you my pop tart she's like says it but other than that yeah, yeah but like like what else is someone, <laughs> what else are you gonna say like i will give you my <laughs> my fruit my fruit centered pastry if this was michael, yeah. <laughs> if this, if this was, was michael bay she would have taken a bite and been like wow pop tarts how refreshing you can get them in these flavors. Yeah, right? <laughs> She's like, this one's strawberry frosted, but I also like s'mores. <laughs> yeah. S'mores, cookies and cream. Wild Unfrosted cherry. <laughs> Nobody likes the unfrosted. Oh, man. Well, unfortunately, our dad does. And so those are the d- only ones you guys ever get? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. We're like, oh, fuck. It's so, you, so you just dip them in fudge? <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, no, I, I actually enjoyed this movie. I don't know where it's going to be at the end of the year for all the movies that I've seen this year, but I it's not going to be towards the bottom, that's for sure. Like, this is probably going to be yeah. more like middle of the pack, maybe, you know, upper third movies. Yeah. I, had a, I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. watching this one. I mean, I've probably only seen 20 movies from this, from 2018. This was released in 2018, Yeah, right? this is a 2018 so this will count movie. on that list for us. Yep. So then, um, yeah, I've probably only seen 20 movies, so it's going to either land in my top 10 or my bottom 10. <laughs> Don't have many other options. <laughs> or your middle 10. Should I it's make true. a middle 10? <laughs> It'd be some crossover, but... Yeah, maybe. Worth it. <laughs> maybe a little bit. You want to get to tomato on, tomato on this bad boy? Um, yeah, let's, let's... Well... Is there anything else you want to get to, or...? That's an excellent question. Um, but no, no, got nothing else. Um, right now, sitting at 92 critic score, 79 audience score, wow. 92 to 79. Wow. This, this is tough. This is tough. So since it's so tough, I'm going to go ahead and make our guests go. Before <laughs> I was letting you go first, now I'm going to make you go first. <laughs> well... I feel like I was kind of teetering on giving it either a B or a B plus because like, I, I just feel like it's just a fun, just like crowd pleasing movie. And I feel like I lean kind of closer to the B plus. So I guess I'd go tomato just because it's that's more like an A minus score. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably okay. go tomato on that. I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. There you go. Yeah, I had a really good time. Um, again, I think we all were almost expecting it to be kind of trash, like even if it was even if people were saying it's better than most other transformer movies, that's not saying a lot. Like you're taking movies that got 50 audience scores and 19s for the critic <laughs> scores. So if you're saying it's better, it could still be a 30 to a 60, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, but this like like genuinely like I got some really good laughs out of it. Like when it wanted to be funny, it was funny. Um, maybe not all the time, but you know the parts where it was they were trying to be funny and it didn't quite hit me as hard. Like they were still like cute. Like it wasn't like totally stupid. And um, like we said, like you don't get the same like product placement and like yeah, it, it just it felt like a better story than any of the other ones. So I think I'm in the same boat. I would probably do B plus. So I'm just I'm gonna go tomato. I think I'm gonna go. I've been thinking about this. I want to go B or B minus. I'm going to go tomato on this one. Wow, you yeah. bastard. I'm going to go tomato. That's not a negative, though. It's, I have It's desk chair versus futon now. <laughs> <laughs> I have it scored higher than a 79. I just don't That have was it. my thing. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want to put it in the 70s. I think it's I think it's fairly deserving of like a 83, 84, 85-ish. Yeah. Like somewhere in that range. If I'm going to give it a solid grade, I'm going to go B minus on it. But Okay. I this is the best Transformers movie with without a doubt. I think it is so much better than all the other ones. Curiosity. What brings that grade down for you? Uh, I think it could have been finessed a little bit more. There's some parts that are a little cheesy. Yeah. I think the almost blatant rip off of E.T. is a little jarring. OK. Um, and uh, I, I just feel like we've seen it a little bit more or we've seen this already with other family movies like E.T. or like the Iron Giant or something like that. Yeah, man. But hey, it's your right to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you got two against one. I like having a guess. <laughs> but I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's just, uh, it's not perfect. Yeah. Well, B minus is still a, a really good grade for a transformer movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even think I'd give a B minus to the, for maybe the first one's a B minus C plus ish. I give it like a C plus. I it's think C plus yeah. B minus. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is this is my favorite Transformers movie, for sure. Same. Yeah. Definitely. Like if we had, if one day I do end up seeing the rest of the Transformer movies, maybe we'll double back and rank them. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna do that. No, not with the time. <laughs> Can you have a tie for last place? Because it would be four of them. <laughs> yeah. For real. I really want this movie to make more money than it has been making oh where are we at now so this is by far the cheapest movie that they've made which makes sense because you scaled down about yeah. how many transformers you're using and um a good amount of it even bumblebee is not in robot form he's in volkswagen form yeah he's just a car <laughs> which you could save a fuck ton of money because you could just get an old volkswagen yeah probably the majority of this budget went to the opening scene of the movie <laughs> probably yeah for real <laughs> but it's 135 million dollars okay significantly less than the other ones like you said it is scaled back though it makes sense at the box office it's at 367 million so it's already past the double it's doubled it but i mean a lot of these have like quadrupled their budget right so how long ago did this come out like when was its official release date it's like three weeks ago has it been ago. i wonder if, i wonder if it's been released in like china and stuff like that oh, good because, because i know i know that is where a lot where these movies make a lot of their money yeah yeah it may not have been. I'd have to look into that, but I just hope that it makes more money because it's like, wow, they finally made a Transformers movie that's actually good. Yeah, maybe and I hope keep Michael, this going a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I hope Michael Bay didn't tarnish the franchise so bad that now they're never going to make one again after they finally make something that's good. Yeah. You know? Either that or Michael Bay's going to be like, all right, we're back, baby. I'm taking it <laughs> over again. Visionary director Michael Bay takes <laughs> yeah. the reins once again. Please no. no. Yeah, no. I, I hope he's done 
with that. He can stick with his current project, which I think I've told you before. He's working on a live action Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So what the fuck is that going to be like? Because <laughs> even be in bad. the Ninja Turtles, they turned Shredder into a Transformer, basically. Yep. Yeah. Is he going to turn Swiper into a Transformer? Because that would be dope. Swiper's going to be a furry. I'm also okay with that. I just really hope that the climax of that movie is like they're in battle and they're just like, Swiper! No swiping! And he's like, ah! (laughs) Just turns to stone. Falls off a skyscraper. (laughs) Crashes into the earth and like settles into like the core of the planet and like one day he will awaken. (laughs) Somebody give me the fucking map! (laughs) I'm the map! (laughs) Where's my goddamn backpack? I could totally see it. That's all I'm worried. It's like a children's property, which I guess Transformers and Ninja Turtles also is. But it's like he's known for objectifying women and now he's got a female lead. It's like, oh, God, (laughs) this is going to be a train wreck. That's he's also also like culturally insensitive and Dora is of Mexican descent. It's like, oh, geez, (laughs) it's going to be rough. This has all the makings of like the worst movie of the year. But we must see it when it comes out. (laughs) We're going to have to. Um, do you have anything else that we, we want to bring up for this? No, episode? man. I think uh, this was a good time at the movies. This was, I think it's it's not as much action blow em up stuff, which is good, but still worth, I think, seeing in the movies. Like, it was, like I said, like, it was good. Like, I, I really had a good time watching this movie. Well, almost had a great time if it wasn't for AMC having a broken <laughs> recliner yep. and not showing love for the premiere status and let me cut in line. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm an elitist, man. I pay money. You're on the A list. I'm on the A list, not the B list. <laughs> B for back of the line. I'm on the A list for A. I'm cutting you. I'm getting my poppy corns and my soda pops first. Yeah, we we actually got our stuff first and then we got to wait for you for like 5 minutes. Bro. This is another thing. The people in front of me on that line had no idea how to order food at a movie theater. <laughs> it's it's like there's three things you can get. You can get like nachos, popcorn, or fucking soda. <laughs> if you want candy, it's in front of you. Of you don't got to ask for it. And they were like confused by this. <laughs> it's like, just what size popcorn do you want? What size soda? They don't even have small, medium, large anymore. It's just like, you can get a medium or a large. Yeah, I think it's called a regular. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you get a regular popcorn for your broke ass who can't afford the premium shit, the (laughs) A-list. I pay $30 a month so I can cut people online or 20, whatever it is. Yeah, that's the only reason. (laughs) I just want to cut people online. I will say though, in AMC's defense, and I mentioned this before, it does put both the moviegoer and the person working the counter at a very awkward position because now the moviegoer has to be like, Hey, I know you've been waiting here for 15 minutes, but I'm going to jump in front of you because I'm in this, this premiere line. I get the, you know, whatever I get to cut you. Me and my other brother, Ryan, there was one time we went to the movies recently. We were we were online in the A-list line and there was someone who was waiting for a while because it was a long line. And she actually like tried to like sneak her way up to the counter, like basically stand right behind the person who was currently ordering. She looked like the who sneaking up on the Grinch in the, in the Jim Carrey <laughs> Grinch movie. Yeah. And uh, she, like the person leaves. And then the uh, the AMC cashier, though, it was like, I'm sorry, but I must take them. 
and, and then me and, me and Ryan got to cut them and they were like noticeably upset by but it. But yeah, that's because that's the other problem is, and I think that's the problem that this person had. So like, you know, my beef isn't with the guy, the, the woman at the counter because like, you know, they put, get put in an awkward position where you have to tell another customer who you've seen waiting. Like, I'm sorry, I have to take this guy who literally just walked up here. Mm-hmm. But it's because they pay for this service. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. So it's really hard to be the person working on the floor there and be like explaining to somebody like, no, this person's more important than you. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the A-list thing. That thing with the premiere line, though, is a weird concept for that membership. Yeah, it 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 is weird. Although I probably wouldn't be complaining if they were just like, right over here, sir. You can cut in front of these three schmoes. We'd be, we'd be talking about AMC A-list is so great. I love cutting the line. <laughs> <laughs> I got to cut in front of three people. It was awesome. But hindsight, they would have had more time to figure out what the fuck they wanted. <laughs> also, uh, did you get a pack of gummy bears it came free with my thing yeah me and Brandon yeah. got it too did you go for regular or sour i went regular because i was gonna give it to my son when i got home uh, okay yeah we got regular too we went regular are you gonna eat them because i'll bring them home to my son I oh ate we them. ate those. i ate them before you were done on the line. <laughs> even ordering yeah i actually ate them while we were waiting for yeah. you i should add i kind of did get what i deserved for um sneaking in a uh junior bacon cheeseburger <laughs> in my pocket to the movie <laughs> i looked over at you when the movie started and you had it in the wrapper, just nothing on it. Well, I, I didn't have a chance to eat lunch before the movie. I literally left straight from work, got to the theater, <laughs> printed up my tickets, and ran upstairs to the food court and got a chicken sandwich and a burger from Wendy's. And I don't regret anything. We have this funny thing where Sky is always sneaking in a bottle of water, and I always forget that he's sneaking in a bottle of water. Right. And then we go and we get like a popcorn. And then the cashier's normally like, you know, do you want to you want to drink for that? And then this has happened multiple times. And I'm, I'm being always de- like, nope, I'm I don't being, need to drink. I'm no, being dead you. serious because I forget that he's sneaking in water. I'm always like, you sure you don't want to drink? You know, the popcorn might be might be a little salty. You, you might got, need a drink there. And I mean, like, you got a large popcorn. That's a lot of popcorn. That's, <laughs> you're probably going to get thirsty. This movie's like two and a half hours. You sure you don't need anything? I'm like, yeah, no. I'm okay, Colin. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like, you sure? I think you might need a water there. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no, man, I'm fine. I never get parched. <laughs> Today, though, when you walked up and I knew you had the hamburger on you, I, I said, you're like, I'm going to get a drink. And I was like, you sure you don't need a, some food for that drink? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, you know you're, you're going to be really hydrated. You sure you're not going to want like something to, something to nosh on? <laughs> you might need something salty. Man, it'd be really awesome if they sold hamburgers here. Yeah. All right, I think I think that about does it. I'm, yeah. How how do you feel, Brandon? Feel good. It's a it's a, it's a good guest episode. Yeah, man. I I'm, was an amazing guest. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we gotta get at least two more guests in here before we could decide who ranked where. Oh, that'd be a fun episode. Ranking our guests. We rank our guests. It's like the way we rank our movies. I mean, I am the best guest yet. So that is for that sure. Is, yeah. You're number one right now on my list. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I'll have to think about it. So. So, Colin, we're going to keep it just between us for this segment. Um, what do you think uh, for Tomato Tomato on Brandon here? Tomato Tomato, hmm. Well, what's the uh, Rotten Tomato score? Let's look it up. <laughs> 69. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Guess what the audience score is. What? 69. Ooh, okay. Well, you know what? Tomato's a little negative. I thought he made some good points. I'm going to go tomato. I'm going to go tomato because I like to be... Uh, 
contrary. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't actually have a real opinion. I have no opinion. I thought you were great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming by your home to uh, record this episode with us. Oh. If you guys ever need me, I'll be right down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> but smash that like button. Smash that like button. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. We're all over the place. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. I mean, if you're already listening to us, I guess you already picked your outlet. But review, subscribe, all that helps us. Absolutely. Makes us pop up. Uh, we want to get it right now. You can find us by searching in Two Dudes Movie Reviews. It will actually pop up if you type in Two Dudes M. I want us to pop up first when you type in two dudes, and eventually, I just want you to type in two, and we're the first thing you see. <laughs> but that that day will come in the future. But mm-hmm. until then, suck it, losers. <laughs> <laughs>